Welcome to Mastery in the Making, a fresh new podcast by Le Cordon Bleu Australia. Join us as we deep dive into the minds of industry experts, entrepreneurs, and the voices of Le Cordon Bleu, the world's leading education provider in culinary arts and hospitality management. From expert lecturers to our incredible students and alumni, we'll uncover the secrets, stories, and skills that make this industry a world of endless possibilities. So, if you're a seasoned chef, aspiring hotelier, or simply want to keep your finger on the pulse, consider this your ultimate guide to culinary and business innovation. I'm your host, Stephanie Valudos, and welcome to Mastery in the Making. Today, we have a Bachelor of Business alumnus in the studio who has had a pretty extraordinary journey since graduating in 2006. But Tim Atterwill's hospitality dream didn't happen right away. Life after Le Cordon Bleu saw Tim work in a few different areas of events and media, which led him to being a finalist on TV show My Kitchen Rules. Today, he co-owns thriving food business Caro Club with two stores in Adelaide. Hello, Tim, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. So, Tim, your journey didn't happen right away. I understand you worked in a couple of different um, companies within media, hospitality. Take us back to when you um, decided that you wanted to enrol in Le Cordon Bleu. What were your thought processes there? Why did you choose Le Cordon Bleu? Yeah, definitely. Um, I grew up around food and hospitality. Um, my dad was a chef, so it was kind of always in my blood. And that travelled through school as well. I studied most of the hospitality subjects. And actually, we actually had a representative from Le Cordon Bleu come through and do a bit of a spill on on the college. And, um, you know, it kind of sparked my interest started exploring a little bit more and then, you know, fast forward six months later and I was enrolled and on my way to Regency TAFE to uh, hit up the college. Awesome. Awesome. So you'd always been interested in hospitality. Did you have like family who worked in the industry? How, what really like sparked that passion for you? Yeah, I think hospitality was just around me everywhere. My mum's Italian, so food was a massive part growing up with her and and my nonno and my grandparents, I was always learning to cook and in the kitchen with them. And also my dad was in the industry for most of my life growing up. He was a chef. Uh, he ran his own catering business for a while, all sorts of jobs in restaurants, pubs, you know, it was kind of always around, around that world really. So it was just naturally part of my DNA, I think. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And so you did the Bachelor of Business with us Looking back, is there anything you still use to this day, like 17 years later in your own business? Yeah, I think the Bachelor of Business was a really great foundation for hospitality. It covered all bases from everything from, you know, operations through to practical skills in the kitchen and and wine tasting, wine making. There was all sorts of different things that we did across the, the degree. And I think, you know, although the industry has changed a lot since then, especially with things like marketing and, and, and social media. And none of those things existed when we were around them, but those, those basic hospitality uh, fundamentals that you need to kind of thrive well were there. Uh, so I think they're still there in the back of my mind. You know, I might not remember exactly what we learned and when we learned it, but yeah, it was definitely a good start to give me an idea of how the industry works. Yeah, yeah. And so you graduated in 2006, but as we said, you didn't immediately enter the world of hospitality. That kind of came later. Yeah. Talk us through your journey and how it led you to where you are now. When I finished Le Cordon Bleu, I actually did one of my placements at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. So I kind of moved into that entertainment world. Mm-hmm. 
I was there for many, many years and in, in the event space and events kind of led me to marketing and marketing to promotions and ended up in a radio station and kind of followed that path for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked in media for many years across most of the Adelaide radio stations, also did a short stint in Sydney, but I, yeah, I never really got to where I wanted to get to within that mm-hmm. industry. And mm-hmm. then uh, a massive curveball, I decided to apply for <laughs> a reality TV show and found myself on My Kitchen Rules with yeah one of my best mates and back I was in hospitality, Gosh, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that experience like for you? Is it all as glamorous as we kind of see as viewers of the show? Uh, yeah, look, it was a lot of fun. We had a um, a really good time. I think for us, we went into it with no expectations and really just wanted to kind of enjoy the experience for what it was. Mm-hmm. But we actually ended up doing quite well. And, uh, you know, we we made it through to the finals. We, we nearly made the grand final, just eliminated right in the semis. <laughs> right which, at the end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But I think like, you know, it really sparked that uh, joy and, and love for cooking mm-hmm. for, for myself again. And I think that's what really uh, gave us the kick up the bum to maybe look at using that opportunity mm. um, to, to launch something or start something within the food industry. Yeah. So, and then uh, that's obviously how Caro Club came about. Tell us a bit about that yeah, little sure. venture. So we knew we had a very small window opportunity. I think, you know, that 15 minutes of fame is absolutely true. And we yeah. wanted to maximize that time. So, you know, we we were looking at all sorts of different food businesses and options and how we can kind of crack into it and, and really uh, hit the ground running. And we decided to go for a food truck, which we launched basically as soon as the show kind of finished airing, the food mm-hmm. truck was on the road, ready to go. And yeah, the My Kitchen Rules experience was the biggest marketing campaign for us. <laughs> <laughs> we basically went from you know zero bookings to being completely booked yeah, out wow. for the best part of a year, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Uh, we also invo- uh, involved a, a third business partner, a good friend of ours who was a chef who worked all over the world and locally. And yeah, between the three of us, we kind of just yeah got it going. Yeah. So it started as a food truck and you were doing yeah. festivals and, and that kind of thing. And now, if I'm not mistaken, there's two shops. Yeah, that's two right. Two brick and mortars. So yeah. yeah, I mean, the last uh, three or four years have been interesting for everyone, especially within the hospitality industry. Um, COVID hit us at a really... Yeah, it was it was a horrible time. It was it was a great, it was the best time for mm-hmm. us. We were actually really firing. We were kind of you know had all these opportunities. We were booked out all the time. You know our calendar of events went from basically being completely full to nothing overnight, wow. which was pretty terrifying. Yeah. After we kind of had been working towards and building towards growing this business, we had plans of opening our first location, which all went out the window. Mm. Yeah, so it was a pretty weird time for us. We didn't really know where we were going or what we were going to do, but mm. we kind of we got through the other side and then an opportunity presented at Bowdoin where we opened our first bricks and mortar location, so mm-hmm. still branded Caro Club. So mm-hmm. we had the truck running and Bowdoin running, and then we, we've just been taking it slow since then. So we have been there for about two years, and then just in the last month, actually, we've opened our second location. So yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys do burgers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we just do burgers, fried chicken, Food, food, really, really tasty, yeah. wholesome things. But we we do it our way, and we do it, you know, with with love. And it's not just about um, numbers. We want it to mm-hmm. be quality as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, we make all our own sauces, our own pickles. Basically, yeah. everything that goes into the food we make is made in house. Yeah. Um, we really pride ourselves on on the reputation that we've created and the following that we have, and and this put us spend a lot of money on the branding and mm-hmm. the marketing and getting it all right as well. So mm-hmm. I think we've created something that. Um, people love, we love it, and yeah, hopefully we continue to grow it into yeah. the future. Yeah. 
What does the future hold? Do you see yourself opening more and more within Adelaide, maybe Australia? Yeah, look, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a dreamer in the in the trio. So I, I like to think that we'll continue to grow, you know, definitely locally for a mm-hmm. start. We want to make sure that we, we nail the locations that we do. We mm-hmm. don't do it rapidly. I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of people out there that just want more, more, more and don't really think about it. But for us, there's making sure that we uh, get that location right. And then when we feel comfortable, we'll look at the second one and mm-hmm. then the third one. But I think we'll def- definitely continue to look to grow the brand and move the brand around. And hopefully you'll be seeing a few more caro clubs. Who knows? Maybe nationally. Yeah. We'll see, Why not? Never yeah, say yeah, never. For sure. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Looking back, is there anything you sort of wish you knew when you started out? I think there's been a lot of lessons learned along the way. And I think a lot of those come with being in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, I think patience is one that I've had to really learn along the way. I I did want it all now, now, now. And I think after, you know, doing it the way we have done it, it has allowed us to grow at a manageable pace. Mm -hmm. I think there's always tips and and hints that people can give you along the way, but everyone's journey is going to be different. It doesn't matter what kind of path you choose within hospitality. I think you're only going to learn from your mistakes or, you know, grow stronger from learning it the hard way. But I think yeah, de- determination, never giving up and just following what you really want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that leads me to my next one. What's your advice, I guess, for someone who maybe they're just starting out or they want to do a business degree with Le Cordon Bleu and eventually open their own business just as you have? What would your best advice be for for someone in that position? Yeah, I think anyone that's looking for just that little bit of support or that little bit of understanding, or maybe they don't have all the tools that they need. You know, I think my dad said to me, there was a time during the Le Cordon Bleu degree where I was like, I don't know if this is what I want to do, but I did it. I finished it. I had that behind me and you've always got that on your resume as well. I think Mm -hmm. you're able to develop some skills that may or may not transfer in the real world, but whatever you learn is only going to help you at some point along the way. I think hospitality is such an exciting industry. There's so many different paths that you can choose. You can find yourself all over the world. There's skills that can be, you know, understood everywhere. And I think Le Cordon Bleu in particular gives you the opportunity to to really explore that, mm-hmm. especially with their placements and the industry experience that you don't necessarily get from other courses. You know, you could be I had friends when I was there that were going to Singapore and and all throughout Asia and I think a few went to Europe and all across Australia like everyone had crazy opportunities and Mm -hmm. that is you know priceless I think having that kind of experience really kind of sets you up for where you want to go the industry has so many different pathways as well you know you could be you know restaurants hotels clubs whatever like the, the list is endless. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tim, thank you so much for joining us today. And all the best with Caro Club and any future endeavours. And yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mastery in the Making. If you found this discussion interesting and inspiring, don't forget to share, subscribe or tell a friend. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.